Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back, 877-474-3302 if you want to call us. And Marsha, at the beginning of the show, you were talking about that uh, Google has found Atlantis. Yeah, this this couldn't be cool. Well, do you use Google Earth on your computer? You know, not so much. I mean, I like it, but I don't really have much use for it. <laughs> well, it's kind of cool, you know, if you're into science and you enjoy And actually, it's fun because you download this program called Google Earth. It's it's fun, and you put it on your computer. If you have relatives overseas, you can look up their address and look at their house. You can go look at the White House. You can go look at the Kremlin. I mean, you can find all these different things. And uh, you can really sit down and spend a good deal of time just kind of flying across the world. And you really, when you're using it, it, it's 3D almost, and it makes you feel like you're flying. But now they've added something to it called Google Ocean which allows you to, you know, go into the ocean, swim around kind of. You get you get to see underwater volcanoes, exotic marine life. You get to go through shipwrecks. I mean, uns- and unseen footage of historic ocean expeditions when you click on a certain shipwreck or something. So that's all very cool and that's you can find this at earth.google.com and you can get the ocean thing there. Now, if you download the ocean portion of mm-hmm. Google Earth, they have found a grid of streets on the seabed, um, at which is actually at one of the proposed locations, you know, that people expected the lost city of Atlantis would be. And they found it on Google Ocean. Um, Atlantis experts said that the unexplained grid is located at one of the possible sites of the legendary island as described by Plato. According to Plato, the city sank beneath the ocean after its residents made a failed effort to conquer Athens around 9000 BC. So if you have the program, you can look it up. It's a perfect rectangle about the size of Wales right off of the Canary Islands on the floor of the Atlantic Ocean and it's 620 miles off the Canary Islands. The coordinates, like you're going to write them down, get a pencil. Okay. 31, 15. Wait, 31, 15. Okay, go 15 ahead. foot, 15.53 north. 24, 15 foot 30.53 west. And you can go online, download this program, and I'm looking at a picture of it. Like there is kind of a city. You can see it, and, and cool. it's very cool. And what they're going to do is, you know, I mean, people have wondered about Atlantis forever. And because it's been photographed, and they finally, I mean, I'm surprised nobody has seen it yet, and why they would see it with Google Earth right. beats me. But it's a new revelation. They're all excited, and they're actually going to go out there and check it out. Cool. So you said Play-Doh. Wasn't that that stuff that you, as a kid, you put together? You know, it was like... No, I believe you ate it, didn't you? Uh, yeah, it was a Play-Doh, right? That's the same That's the same <laughs> yeah. one thing, right? Spelled slightly no, no, differently. It, Play-Doh, it was... Plato, the guy. as opposed to Play-Doh. Right. The guy, right, right. right I got you. Okay. <laughs> the guy. Actually, the funniest, uh, one of the funniest emails I ever got was I got an email from someone that said... There is a new technology inside of your cell phones. And we know that they have GPSs inside your cell phones. So they had developed this new technology that if you type in the cell phone number of the person you're, you're wanting to do, it tracks that person to find exactly where they are. 
And I thought, wow, really? You can do that? So I, cl- you know, I put in, I don't know, whoever it was that I was trying to track somebody's phone number. And I put it in, and all of a sudden you see a grid map. And then the map. Now, which shows- software is this? Well, wait. So you, you take this, okay. this, this grid map, and it zooms in, and it starts to zoom in on the areas of where you are. And then it keeps zooming and zooming, and it pinpoints a particular location. And then what you see is a video comes up of that person in that location. Well, this particular video then showed a guy and a woman doing things they shouldn't have been doing together. Well, it turns out it was a joke. You know, but as you're watching this thing, you're seeing the what you think is you're tracking your partner, your spouse, wanting to know where they are, and you're thinking, aha, I can finally find out where they are. And it was all a joke. It was very funny, though. Uh. Those kind of things float around the Internet. All right, let me tell you about uh, what a power conditioner is. And a power conditioner or something. You know, I've you, had one of those, and I'm not really clear as to what it did. So I'm, I'm glad you're going to discuss this. All right. Well, basically, what a power conditioner is, which is something that you use typically on your home uh, entertainment system, it's a device that removes the noise from your system, such as RF, which are radio frequencies, or EMI, which are electromagnetic interference, from the power source, so that a home theater audio and video is crisp and clean. So if you've got a real high-end system that you, you know that you particularly want to use and want to get yeah. the best quality out of it now don't mistake this between the difference between a ups which is uninterruptible power supply power supply right and a um, and a power conditioner because one one protects your system in the event of a power outage now why do you need one well basically what it does is it will protect if you have a very expensive home theater stuff it will prevent it from damage and voltage regulation so it gives you very high quality signals while still protecting the system they come in multiple forms you know some look like a surge protector others can actually be wall mounted rack mounted they can be placed in your entertainment system uh what they don't do, what they aren't designed to do again is to replace a, a surge device so you you want to get that and in addition to that you want to get uh, what you would use typically for your uh, for your, you know, a surge protector for your computer. So you want to use one of those, and you also want to use a power conditioner. So if you've got a high-end system, this is a uh, very, very good way to protect it. Hmm, great idea. Uh, yeah. Um, and then also, do you know that 73% of current Internet audiences, about 90 million people, watch at least one online video a month? So 73% of the people that use the Internet. Uh, hmm. And that's mostly probably, I don't know where that comes from, but mostly that's probably in the YouTube sector, you know, as, as we were talking about. Right, earlier. right, or Hulu. Or Hulu, right, which Hulu is getting very popular. And somebody just told me, was it you, Marsh? Somebody told me about a new one that's just starting. Uh, there's Hulu, and I can't remember the name right now, but there's another company starting that's like Hulu. Well, uh, I got one even better. Comcast and Time Warner mm-hmm. are talking with owners of the major cable networks about giving cable subscribers online access to the network's programming. This was in the Wall. I read this in the Wall Street Journal this week. Interestingly, okay. um, and in other words, so you will be able to watch TV online if you subscribe. You'll be, a- but you'll be able to see everything. And they're in negotiations with General Electric, you know, NBC, Time, Time Warner and Viacom, obviously, MTV, TNT, USA Network. And they're talking about just being able to watch everything mm-hmm. if you are a subscriber to that cable network, well, which is cool. going to knock the heck out of sites like Hulu.com. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so, so uh, I no. mean, you'd be able to watch, if you're a subscriber, you can be in Timbuktu, go onto the Internet, put in your password... And be able to watch TV. Wow, that's pretty cool. 
Yeah, it is. And they, that was, as a matter of, as I said, Wall Street Journal this week. Funny you wow. should mention it. Wow. <laughs> uh, now also, this will be interesting. See if you can come up with this. This is, uh, the, as of the last quarter of last, these are statistics from the last quarter of last, so ending September of last year versus September of the previous year. And in the sale of smartphones, and your choices here, Marsha, are the iPhone, the Palm, the Windows with the Windows CE system, or the BlackBerry. Right. First question, which was the best selling out of those devices in the, th- the last year? The BlackBerry? Very good. See, I Well, would I mean, thought, that's well, kind of a duh. Well, but most people these days, well, oh, iPhone, iPhone this, iPhone that. Every time I turn around, it's an accessory for the iPhone. No, but you see, the corporate wor- world is into the BlackBerry. You're absolutely right. Uh, I mean, it? that's the deal. And they, let's face it. I know all of us creative types think we run the world, but we really don't. <laughs> yeah, well, it's interesting. There's much more in the corporate world. Well, the iPhone sold a total of 538,000 units at the end of last, at the end of September of last year, and the uh, versus, and this is interesting, versus September of 07, they sold 174,000 units. So they were hmm. fourfold what they had sold the previous time. But the BlackBerry went from 329,000 units up to 848,000 units. Wow. So the uh, the BlackBerry is still the most popular PDA around, which is kind of interesting. Very um, cool. And that is available. Now, you had some other things you wanted to go over. Yeah, well, uh, I have some interesting stuff. I'm not... Uh, are you still running Windows Vista, or have you converted everything over to the new new system? You mean to Windows 7? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I won't do that to my system until it's out of beta. Uh, the, the computer... Uh, okay. I have it on a, um, on a laptop, an older laptop, for experimental purposes, because there's no way I'm okay. converting my system to a beta. Good, good, good. Well, speaking of betas, Microsoft just released the beta version of SP2 for Vista. Mm-hmm. Um, well, actually, they did last year, and they've worked it out. They made it a little publicly available, but soon it will be everywhere, and you'll be able to have it on your Vista PC. And the new features are kind of cool, and I think these are things that we really need. Mm-hmm. Windows Search 4.0 with faster searching and okay. more relevant results. The ability to record onto Blu-ray media through Vista instead of using a third-party app. Nice. Right? Bluetooth 2.1 features, uh, simplified Wi-Fi configuration tool, Mm -hmm. improved file synchronization across time zones, which that always gets me. You know, when you send something across a time zone, you what, three in the morning? I don't get it. But it will synchronize. Okay. Uh, Support for the new 64-bit CPUs. Improved performance for Wi-Fi connection after your computer comes out of sleep mode, which is one of my problems because I always put my computer to sleep, and then I punch a button, and I'm ready to roll, and it's not. The Internet okay. connection isn't always ready to roll. As long as you don't so, put our audience to sleep. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> um, we're going to get improvements to DirectX multimedia with improved graphics for gamers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Better that. streaming can be... Capabilities for high def audio and video. So I would assume that will also help with Skype phone calls and video mm-hmm. calls. And improved content projection for TV programs recorded with Windows Media Center. Cool. So there okay. you go. Also, so, and that should be dropping onto your uh, Vista any, any day now. It's Service Pack 2. 
and make sure that you do keep your uh, system automatic update. We recommend strongly that you leave that feature turned on so that when these uh, important, and they're usually important updates, when the updates come in, they will automatically be downloaded. And, and we do recommend, on the whole, I would say most of those are well worth having. So exactly. uh, you, you certainly want to do that. There's no question about that. And uh, let's see. Also, you, you are a Netflix user, yes? Is it Netflix My daughter is. My daughter okay. is. And I steal, and I steal the movies before she opens them, watch them, and then I seal them back up and say, you got mail. <laughs> oh, well, alright. Well, how's this? The next time you buy an LG TV, one of their LG TV, it will come with the ability to, with the Netflix streaming service built right into the television. So Very you know cool. now you have to get a uh, an external device to do that, and you know you either buy it or you rent it or whatever, and you have an extra box. Well, the box will be built directly into your system, which is very nice, and will allow you if you have a uh, Ethernet or you know a, a broadband connection, you'll be able to stream automatically. The TVs will sell for probably two or three hundred dollars more than the HD TVs, but they'll come in with the Netflix service built directly in, as I said, and that's a that's a really nice feature uh, for people that want to watch movies. And we were talking about the fact that, you know, well, with the economy being the way it is, not everybody wants to go out and spend, you know, 50 bucks to go see a movie. Exactly, exactly. So that's exactly. kind of where we are. So that's going to be available from uh, LG, who makes pretty good televisions. So that's good stuff. Uh, yep. Also, when we come back, you we, we don't have much time when we come back, but anything you wanted to talk about particularly? Yeah, I have a couple of little things I can throw in if we have time. By the way, there's going to I'll talk about the update to your Windows 7, too. Oh, yeah, that'll be interesting. And I've been playing a little bit with Windows 7. I haven't, haven't really used a lot of the features on Windows 7 yet. I ha- can tell you what I have used. I like. I, you know, I think it, it looks good, and I'm looking forward to it. It won't be out probably till January of next year. And then also we'll give you a little uh, review of Drive Scrubber, which is wiping out sensitive data on your computer. So don't go away. We'll be right back. This is Marsha Collier along with Mark Cohen on WS Radio. We're the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Kingston's line of Data Traveler USB drives makes the perfect pocket companion for all of your back-to-school storage needs. Today, you can throw away all of those notepads and sticky notes you've left all over your desk and computer to store your information. Kingston's USB drives are available in capacities from 2 gigabytes to 16 gigabytes. Transporting your schoolwork from the classroom to the library to your dorm is safe and easy. Multiple colors help organize your work by subject, and several levels of password and encrypted security means no one but you has access to that brilliant master thesis, innovative marketing plan, outrageous engineering designs, or photos from last night's frat party. When I look for something as critical as memory, my choice is always Kingston. For reliability, innovation, and really cool designs, visit www.kingston.com for more information. Kingston Technology, committed to memory. To be successful selling on eBay or anywhere online, you must find the products at wholesale prices through dependable suppliers. You need OneStopProductSourcing.com. Created by the product sourcing editor for eBay Radio, Worldwide Brand CEO Chris Malta, OneStopProductSourcing.com is complete with the tools and information you need. You'll save time because Worldwide Brands checks out thousands of wholesalers willing to work with eBay and online sellers. 
This new site offers an online directory for millions of products from dependable wholesalers. From drop shippers to light bulk wholesalers, the directory is constantly updated. OneStopProductSourcing.com is the world's largest database for e-commerce wholesalers. Check out the free preview at OneStopProductSourcing.com. That's OneStopProductSourcing.com. They've already done the work for you. If you're selling products on eBay and looking to maximize your profits, all you have to do is bling it. Blingit is a software tool that turns average digital photos into profit-maximizing, ready-for-eBay product shots. Online entrepreneurs who bling their photos have increased their profits by up to 20%. With Blingit, you too can jumpstart your business and turn your products to gold in mere minutes. All you have to do is bling it. Download your free trial at blingit.us. What products should you sell on eBay and where can you find them at wholesale prices? WorldwideBrands.com presents OneSource, a new tool which gives sellers access to millions of quality products at wholesale prices. Drop shippers, light bulk wholesalers, liquidators and importers combined with powerful market research data that helps you decide what products to sell. Try our free preview at WorldwideBrands.com and take advantage of our limited time introductory offer. As an online merchant, your top priority is increasing sales and driving store traffic. Sales in a Click is a fully automated email marketing solution that produces results and saves you time. With Sales in a Click, your customers and prospects will receive monthly professional-looking e-newsletters from you. Sign up now for your 60-day free trial and watch your sales and web store traffic grow. Get started and increase your sales today at salesinaclick.com slash ebayradio. If you pay for packaging materials, we have a great way to save you money each month. Produce your own packaging supplies. You heard right. Stop buying bubble wrap and peanuts and start making your own bubble wrap with the new Bubble Pack Machine. It fits on a tabletop and produces six different bubble wrap sizes with the push of a button. See for yourself with our streaming video at BubblePackMachine.com and use our new cost savings calculator. Just enter in how much packaging material you purchase each month and what you pay per item. And the cost savings calculator will show you how much of your own money you'll be keeping each month. In addition to the cost savings, we can also save you time and storage space. No need to waste valuable storage space on bulky packaging material. Many of our clients thank us for giving them their garage back. See for yourself. Log on to BubblePackMachine.com. BubblePackMachine.com. Are you frustrated by how little you understand about your computer or word processor? Or perhaps you'd just love to sell some of your very cool stuff on eBay? Enter the For Dummies series, famous for making great and easy-to-understand books on how to learn about any subject in the universe. They're easy to read, easy to understand, and great fun. For Dummies books are at bookstores everywhere or visit dummies.com. Dummies books are brought to you by the great folks at Wiley Publishing. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. Log on, listen, and learn. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. 
And welcome back, 877-474-3302. If you want to call us and uh, want to tell you a little bit of a program that you that you may need, uh, which is if you have sensitive data on your computer, which will be, you know, typically... How stuff- sensitive? How sensitive are you Well, about? you know, sensitive, sensitive. I mean, it can be okay. as little as pictures of your children that you don't want to, you know foreign secrets that you keep on your computer for anti-terrorist activity. Uh, so for whatever it is, there is a uh, there are a number of programs like this. One of the ones that has done a pretty good job is called Drive Scrubber, and it's by Iola. In fact, we had Iola on the show not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And Drive Scrubber basically runs about 30 bucks, and what it does is it continues to overwrite the hard drive with binary, what they call binary gibberish. So it keeps going over and over. And it has three main tools. It gives you an interface. First, you scrub clean an entire drive, uh, other than your own, uh, other than your system drive. And then it erases every bit of data from the external hard drive, network drives, additional internal drives. Also, you can wipe all the free space on a drive to ensure that it's truly blank. It'll help you create a boot disk with a version of Drive Scrubber installed that can be used to erase your main system drive. So Drive Scrubber 3 is a very, very nice device, and uh, it's available for about 30 bucks. So cool. that's something you should take cool. a look at. And you know what? You know, last week we talked about Pioneer was pulling out of the TV business. Remember? Mm-hmm. Well, guess who's going into the TV business now? I don't know. Apple. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, funny. Now you know the people who do the thermostat for your furnace or your air conditioner. Oh yeah, you like know Honeywell. that company. Yeah, Honeywell. Honeywell right. right. Are you ready for this? They are kicking off going into the LCD HD TV business with an. By the way, how big is your TV? Well, I have two. My, my, the biggest one in the house I have is a 73-inch. Well, they're kicking it off with an 82-inch. Oh, damn. <laughs> That's so annoying. Now I'm going to have to get rid of my 73 to buy the 82. I know. And um, so it's going to be a um, joint venture between GE and Tatung. <laughs> Tatung? Um, yeah. And honey, and they've also authorized a company called Soyo to design, sell, and market the Honeywell-branded TVs. Wow. And they are jumping in with both feet. They're going to have four distinct lines of HD TVs, which obviously they'll have a top of the line, which is 47, 57, 65, 70-inch, and 82-inch screens. Mm-hmm. And they'll all have, uh, you know, three HDMI ports, which is what we need. Wow, nice. A full 1080p HD. Um, you know, I didn't see this at... At I don't remember seeing this I either. No, see a, I know if I would have seen a Honeywell booth, I would have gone. Hey. Yeah, wait. And do you, do you have a price on it? No, I don't. I don't okay. have a price on them. But they um, are pricing and availability for LE models is soon to be announced. Wow, cool. All right, here's a hint for you. Um, if your hard drive is make, cl- making clicking noises. That's a bad thing. That's not a good thing. I can tell you right now, this is not good. Start backing up immediately. Exactly. The first thing you want to do is back up your entire hard drive. And then, and and hard drives are very inexpensive these days. So you can actually go in to a hard drive and, um, and get one for 20, 30 bucks, you know, depending upon what the size of it is. But you want to make sure, as Marcia said, you absolutely back up your hard drive. Because. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Do not take a moment. The minute I, you hear, they used to call it click of death. 
Well, that was is, on the iOmega drive. That was drives. on the zip. That was right. on the iOmega zip, drive, zip right. drive. But that's where the original clicking noise actually mm-hmm. got a name. Now and I indeed, gi- it means death. <laughs> now, I will give you a hint, which comes from Mark Aliski, my old partner over on KBC, and this periodically will work. If you have a hard drive that has completely failed, you can take that hard drive, put it into a freezer, wrap it in a, a piece that's of plastic, right. put right. it inside of a freezer, let it sit in there for about 20 minutes to a half an hour, immediately take it out, plug it back in, and periodically it will allow you to get your data. Be prepared that when you do this, you're instantly going to back up that data. And it may give you the ability actually to save some of those things, and that does wow, actually... Wow, Mark, that's well. so totally chill. Okay, cool. Way cool, huh? <laughs> Very cool. Now, so chill, yeah. I'm going to give our listeners something to ponder for next week. And then I'd Make like it some emails and calls, okay? <laughs> okay. Is your hard drive heavier when it's full of data? Yeah, or, or less data in it? Jeez. I want all those And which weighs more, a pound of feathers or a pound of lead? Correct. So <laughs> next week, come back with the answer. What's heavier, a hard drive full or empty? That's oh, what we no. want to know. All right. Well, listen, everybody. Thank you, as always, for being with us. Uh, we love spending our Saturday with you. Uh, and uh, as always, we tell you, please, please do not drink and drive. We want you back with us next week. And you've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. If you're an eBay seller losing sleep over how to pack and ship impossibly difficult items, go to packmail.com. Find out how to solve your most delicate to your most complicated shipping dilemma. At Packmail, we'll ship anything, anywhere. Bring us your precious, your awkward, and your priceless. We'll make sure that each one arrives at its destination in one piece and on time. A sofa to Sacramento? A truck transmission to Tanzania? How about precious paintings to Poland or delicate dishes to Denmark? No problem. And no matter where or what you ship, PacMail has the solution. And it's always easy and convenient. We'll provide you free shipping estimates and, at most locations, we'll even pick up the items to be shipped. You get it all with PacMail. And tight deadlines don't have to be a problem when you work with the PacMail professionals. We make it our business to meet your deadlines. Check us out at PacMail.com. That's P-A-K-M-A-I-L.com. Information, news, and entertainment on demand. Log on, listen, and learn. 